Welcome to Positively 365, a podcast by Joe Wattis. We wish to entertain, instruct, and motivate. If nothing else, hopefully we can entertain and inspire you to live a more positive life 365 days a year. We hope you enjoy this message. The Taylors were proud of their family tradition. Their ancestors had traveled to America as pilgrims on the Mayflower. They had included congressmen, successful entrepreneurs, famous sports figures, and television stars. They decided to research and write a family history, something for their children and grandchildren. They found a local genealogist and writer to help them. Only one problem arose. How to handle great-uncle Jefferson Taylor, who was executed in the electric chair. The writer said she could handle the story tactfully. When the book appeared, the section about Jefferson read like this. Great-uncle Jefferson Taylor occupied a chair of applied electronics at an important government institution. He was attached to his position by the strongest of ties, and his death came as a great shock. You reap what you sow is a saying that you may have heard before. It essentially means that how you treat others will be mirrored back to you in the way that others treat you. It also means that you must be responsible for your actions because the rewards and consequences of your efforts will follow. Simply put, living a good life will lead to good things and vice versa. It's important to realize that we are in control of our own lives through our actions. If we act with kindness, we will receive love. If we act with hatred, we will receive hate. It's one of those simple sayings that are incredibly profound, like treat others how you want to be treated. Of course, no matter what, every human will experience happiness and suffering, but how much of what we receive varies depending on how we move throughout our lives. Sowing comes first. Sowing is the action, whereas reaping is the reward. Consider farmers or gardeners. They sow their seeds and reap their crops. If you work hard and live a life with compassion for others, you will be rewarded for that. It's essential to look at your life and understand exactly what you are sowing. We will look at that in this week's episode of Positively 365. But first, we have our trivia question of the day. Are you ready for it? Here it is. What is the country of origin for French fries? We will have the answer when we come back. Do you enjoy listening to this podcast? One of the ways we are able to continue is through listener support. Simply go to www.anchor.fm forward slash positively365. From there, you can access every episode of the podcast. 
you can also leave me a message. And if you feel so inclined, you can click the support button for as little as 99 cents a month, you can become a sponsor of this program. You will earn my undying affection and have the satisfaction of knowing that you are doing something to spread more positivity in today's negative world. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support financially and otherwise. Do you know the answer to this week's trivia question? The question was, what is the country of origin for French fries? The answer, it's not France. Several historians claim that what we enjoy today as French fries did not come from France, but rather Belgium. According to them, it was in Belgium where potatoes were being fried in the late 1600s. Belgian villagers used to slice their fish really thin and fry them and eat them as a snack. But during the winter months, the rivers would freeze and it would be difficult for the villagers to get fish. What started out as an alternative paved the way for the creation of our beloved French fries. The villagers near the river would use potatoes sliced really thin and fried pretty much the same way as they would fry their fish. And thus, the earliest version of French fries was born. Then, during World War I, when American soldiers chanced upon this fried delicacy, they immediately fell in love with them. Since the dominant language of southern Belgium is French, the American soldiers dubbed them French fries, and the name stuck. So there you have it. French fries come from Belgium. Now you know. The great philosopher Plato once said, The beginning is the most important part of the work. That's so true. When we don't plant flowers, we forever pull weeds. Once you plant the flowers, don't let the weeds take over. Every time a weed is pulled, the flowers become more visible. Whatever we don't love in life becomes our weeds. But in all fairness, one person's weeds are another person's flowers. When I was a young boy, I lived next door to an elderly woman named Mrs. Grubbs. Her beautifully landscaped yard was filled with colorful flowers. Hummingbirds and honeybees daily visited the fragrant honeysuckle blossoms. She was a master of gardening, and I enjoyed helping her sometimes water her gardens. At that time, my parents' house was surrounded by grass, which was constantly growing up alongside the house and I was constantly pulling the grass out. By the time I had gotten it all pulled out on one side of the house and worked my way around to the other side, I'd have to start all over again. It seemed so futile. One hot day when I was outside pulling the tall grass and weeds, Mrs. Grubbs happened to be in her yard and saw how frustrated I became with my work. She walked over to the fence between the houses and leaning on her side of the fence, 
stated something so profound that I can still hear it today. She said to me, If you don't plant flowers in your garden, you'll forever be pulling weeds. Now at that age, I learned the lesson literally, but as I grew older and Mrs. Grubb's words lingered in my mind, I began to see how they applied to almost every aspect of my life. There is a truth here. Booker T. Washington said it like this, If you want to lift yourself up, lift up someone else. It's impossible to break the golden rule because it is a law of cause and effect. No matter what, you reap what you sow. Blessings have little to do with so-called luck. They are the result from your thoughts, words, and actions. Whether you initially see it as a benefit or a drawback, everything you reap serves you and provides you with an opportunity to sow unconditional love. Your health and well-being tomorrow is the result of what you do and think and believe today. The golden rule of cause and effect. You reap what you sow. If you plant honesty, you will reap trust. If you plant goodness, you will reap friends. If you plant humility, you will reap greatness. If you plant perseverance, you will reap victory. If you plant consideration, you will reap harmony. If you plant hard work, you will reap success. If you plant forgiveness, you will reap reconciliation. If you plant openness, you will reap intimacy. If you plant patience, you will reap improvements. If you plant faith, you will reap miracles. But if you plant dishonesty, you will reap distrust. If you plant selfishness, you will reap loneliness. If you plant pride, you will reap destruction. If you plant envy, you will reap trouble. If you plant laziness, you will reap stagnation. If you plant bitterness, you will reap isolation. If you plant greed, you will reap loss. If you plant gossip, you will reap enemies. If you plant worries, you will reap wrinkles. If you plant sin, you will reap guilt. So be very careful what you plant today. It will determine what you reap tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today. Please consider taking a moment to like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. You can also connect with us and join the conversation on Facebook. Just search for Positively 365. We would love to hear from you. So, until next time, stay positive today and every day, 365 days a year.
The preceding has been a Canine Wattis production. Sandy, Rita, Levi, do you approve?